this, 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 this is the Crack King Podcast. A breath of fresh air in the castle. This is, this is, this is, this is the Crack King Podcast. A breath of fresh air in the castle. This is the Crack King Podcast. I am the Crack King. That's your I am no one gets the fucking cue, man. You know when I turn the radio voice on, that's your cue. I get it. All right. All right. I was I was thinking you were gonna do your spiel and then I don't know. Well, yeah, it's I, late you know, for me, man. It's like 10 p.m. I know. I'm sorry. I, I didn't I didn't even realize where you were. You're like in like Canada, right? Yeah, man. I'm in Montreal. Montreal. How is that? It's cold. <laughs> is it cold? Are there black people there? There are, yeah. That's all I wanted to know. We've yeah. got a very diverse community. Is weed legal? Yes, it is. Not that you indulge. I'm not going to put your business out there. You know. In my youth, I might have dabbled a little bit. Well, in my old age and in my youth, I dabble. I'm going to keep dabbling <laughs> until, That's I cool, dabble man. Away. <laughs> until I dabble away. I tell everybody in Texas because they're like, oh, I'm in Texas, if you don't know. No, I know. I, I heard your podcast before. I, was, I did my research on you. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> I hope you didn't Google me. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, I hate that when, when people Google you. It's crazy. Um, you ever try Googling yourself? Yeah. It's weird. And I, I it's don't weird, like man. it. Yeah, it's weirder than a motherfucker. <laughs> and I don't like it. I don't like what Google has to say about me. Fucking Google. There's actually someone with my name. He comes up like on the first hit every time. I think he's like a basketball coach. Oh, but it's dope. the exact same name. It's cool, though, you know? But I mean, it's weird. Because, I mean, you don't want to Google yourself and they're like, you're a fucking mass murderer, pedophile, known. Yeah, uh, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah, known <laughs> beater of women. You don't want that type of shit. Are you from there uh, originally? Yeah, born and raised. No shit. Yep. Who is that run by? Like France? I haven't been in high school in a long time. <laughs> Does the queen run y'all over there? Like, how all does right, that work? All right, all right. Quick politics right here. Bam. Canada is part of the Commonwealth, which means queen kind of has no say in what we do. Okay. But she's more like a, a figure, you know? Like a figurehead. Like, yeah, like okay. we got her on our bills and shit. Okay, so but, she's on the money, though. Yeah, but okay. she she doesn't have any say in what happens. Uh, what kind of health care y'all got out there? Because, you know, we have Obamacare, which was the greatest thing since sliced cheese. Well, we got, I don't know how to explain it fully. I just know that if I get cancer, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank God for small fucking favors, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you cancer, you good. We just, gotta, we just gotta deal with it and drink like uh, teas and shit. And stop eating, <laughs> and stop eating pork. Take um, some of them CBD pills, CBD man. Pills, Apparently man. they help. <laughs> shit. For cancer? <laughs> Fuck. Cancer is big business in America, man. We have a lot of cancer centers out here. Especially in oh, Texas, yeah. we have MD Anderson, and uh, you check in, and sometimes you check out, sometimes you don't. I have a podcast. I just started it. It's called the Boss Me Podcast. I talk with entrepreneurs, aspiring and up and coming, mm. uh, find out how they got started, what made them take, what made them want to make the switch, and the goal is to inspire people to branch out on their own. Inspiration. That's fucking dope. You always want yeah. to inspire each one and teach one. Man, I listen to it. Thank it's really you. dope. I, re- you know what really got my eye on you is you did an episode where you interviewed yourself yeah the first one yeah (laughs) and what was funny to me was it was both in different type sound vocals like it sounded like you were calling yourself yeah that's what i was going for i edited it on audacity and uh (laughs) i wanted to make it like i called myself in you know (laughs) that was fucking dope i never thought about that man that was fucking dope 
uh, the only thing I was mad about it wasn't long enough. I was like, man, I could talk to myself for fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, man. Let them know one more time. It's uh, the Boss Me podcast. You can pick it up anywhere you get your podcast from. We host off Anchor FM. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on Google everywhere, man. That's fucking dope. All right. Thank you. This is the Crack King podcast. I am the Crack King. I am Mark. And we're going to get into Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Did you see this shit? I don't watch professional sports. I never really got into boxing. Okay. I tried getting into UFC a little bit, but the idea of two grown men beating the shit out of each other just doesn't appeal to me. <laughs> I think the only professional sport I watch like once a year is maybe golf, and I watch soccer every four years. No shit. So y'all not Swear. into like combat sport Canada? Or no, nah, man. Like professional sports for me, it, it's it's all about the money. You know, you don't the players, the the teams, the the individuals. They don't do it for the love of the sport. Boxing is a great sport. I, it's it just the physicalness and the 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 way that these men and these women are in shape and they just push their bodies to the extreme. It's just. For it's me, a, it's 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 dollar signs, you know. Mm. You know, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying with the professional sports, like basketball and football. Yeah, I feel like boxing is still purest when they get in that ring. You know, fuck the judges, fuck the cornermen. It's two gladiators fighting for well, a will. It's I, almost I like a see, win. <laughs> I could see where you where you can get that because, yeah. I mean. Fuck, when you get into the ring and you got this dude, like, two, three hundred yeah. pounds, whatever, coming at you, yeah. you get tunnel vision, man. Like, yeah. I don't have experience, but I'm sure you get fucking tunnel vision. <laughs> like, this dude's going to knock me out. You ever had a I fight in a playground or something? Up, man. Have you ever been in a fist fight? Yeah, I have, actually. I okay. got kicked out of high school. <laughs> no shit. Did you, like, for punch that. his fucking lights out? Oh, uh, I beat the shit out of it. <laughs> oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> no, I, no, no, I... Was that, like, the last fight you had as an adult? It was actually. No, I didn't beat the shit out of him. Uh, flip the tables around. I got the shit beat out of me. <laughs> I'll edit that out. We won't let anybody know. That's <laughs> nah, all good. <laughs> hey, man, it's the truth. <laughs> yeah. And the truth will set you free. That's true. We're going to talk about, I know you're not into professional sports. But we're going to talk about Tyson. Do you? Are you familiar right. with Tyson? I know of Mike Tyson. Yeah, what about I, Roy I, Jones? I don't know Roy Jones, no. Little I know Mike. I know, I know he's like hungry for ears and shit. Is that, is that the same Mike Tyson? Well, I mean, he's not hungry for ears. He's hungry for win, and he'll bite your right. fucking ear off to win. <laughs> <laughs> a little history on Roy Jones. Roy Jones started in middleweight. Okay. One titles in the middleweight, one titles in welterweight, one titles all the way up to heavyweight. He moved from right. middleweight to heavyweight and captured belts in every weight class. Okay. Personally, I consider him the top five greatest boxers of all time. Cool. Um, they had a little exhibition, like my two uncles, like duking it out, fighting over <laughs> the last turkey leg at Thanksgiving, or fighting over the joint. You know, like, man, how many times you gonna hit the fucking joint? So right. it was rarely any headshots, a lot of body shots. I think Roy kind of hit Tyson with a shot to the head, and then Tyson kind of turned it up on him. Okay. But nobody's talking about that. They're talking about ex-NBA star Nate Robinson getting his dick knocked in the dust right did you see this shit i did not yo i gotta come back a little bit quick question isn't mike tyson like old as fuck yes mike tyson is like 50 and roy jones is like 50 yeah this was like battle of the old fucks oh okay um i think they were doing it to help with covid you know just either that yeah. or he's you know adding on a wing to his because he has like this resort where it's like a weed resort in like mm -hmm. reno 
um, okay. where you go there and everything is weed infused. Right. So that's what he's into now. But I, I think they were doing it for like COVID and all kinds of different things going on. Okay. It's usually when you see like older people like who aren't in the game anymore, you tend to think, oh, they just need money. <laughs> No, nah, I don't think they need any money. They, they uh, well, you know, compared to us, they probably don't need no money. But who knows what that's kind of true. fucking lifestyle they live in? They always need fucking money. Um, mm. but with <laughs> Nate Robinson, <laughs> first first professional fight, it looked like he was thinking about being a UFC fighter, but they was just like, no, 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 you're gonna box, and okay. the guy knocked him the fuck out. And he's a, <laughs> he's like a a known meme meme. I say meme. Is it is meme? He's like a no meme. meme now, yeah. He got okay. knocked the fuck out. Um, it's like, okay, lights out, go back to cooking class or something. Yeah, go back, yeah, and deal with it. And the guy beat him, only had one fight. Now, all of a sudden, he's talking about, oh, oh I want to fight. I want to fight the champ right now, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, slow down, bro. You just beat so Nate then- Robinson. And Nate Robinson is like 5'5", five, five, maybe 200 pounds. Okay. So, so he's... So he's a little big guy. He's a little big guy that got mad hops. He was like dunking. I think he was one of the only guys that dunked on uh, Shaq or Kobe or whatever. Uh, okay. He played for the Knicks. Roy and Tyson fought to a draw, which it was an exhibition. It got a little heated, but it was just two old motherfuckers for nostalgia. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you about COVID out yeah, there man. where you are. Yeah, man. I'm going to tell you this. I watch the news as much as I can. Right. It's like America, I don't see any news in Canada. It's like I'm on the outside looking in. Like, what's going on in Canada with the COVID? Like you, I watch a lot of news, too, and I see you guys are struggling, man. But, I mean, up here, I think we just pulled in 1,400 cases in Quebec alone. So that's like one out of 10 provinces. Mm. Um, out west is having a, some struggles, man. I hear Alberta is, did like eighteen hundred cases. <laughs> eighteen hundred. Like We're laughing at those Alberta, numbers. <laughs> Alberta is like the Alberta is like the Texas of Canada. Okay, oh, the know? Texas of Canada. So they like yeah. rednecks are running around with guns and Confederate flags. Well, they live more of a Western lifestyle. Okay, okay. You know, the Calgary, they have uh, Calgary. I think it's uh, either the capital. Or, don't quote me on this. No, I'm not. <laughs> but it's probably like the capital of uh, the province. Okay. And uh, every year they have like this festival. It's the Western festival called the Calgary Stampede. Okay. What happens? It's, uh, like well, it's a big deal. You know, they have like rodeos and oh. shit and country music and all that. Oh. <laughs> but it's not uncommon to be walking down and uh, seeing some people with like cowboy hats on and Western clothes. Uh, clothing and all that oh they're into the western culture in in, yeah in that area of your country yeah okay so, so you- anyway so getting back to what we were talking about before i digress a little bit we are in more locally so 1400 cases i think there was 20 or 30 deaths recorded in the last 24 hours mm. they just canceled christmas so that sucks <laughs> whoa whoa, whoa. <laughs> They canceled Christmas? Like, yeah. how, does, how does that like, work? Like, straight up. Well, <laughs> we, we're all restricted, right? We, okay. we can't go out anywhere and gather with people. Um, wow, that's awesome. Because yeah. out here, uh, they don't give a fuck. No, they're, they're pretty strict with it. Like, if you had, like, back uh, when they loosen things up, you can have be, like, 10 people maximum from, I think, three different addresses at a time. If you're more than that, well, you risk getting a phone call. Like, your neighbors will call the cops and shit and rat you <laughs> oh, out. Yeah, I swear to God, man. And they'll come by, like, everybody get... 
Well, the cops are pushing more warnings than they are fines, but you could be looking at like a thousand dollar fine. No shit. Restaurants is shut down. Bars is shut down. What? Theaters is shut down. Everything social gathering is shut down. Stores now can have, I think it's based on like a percentage. So y'all still are like a major lockdown then to compare to to compare to Texas because I'm in Texas. That's a major major lockdown. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I guess you could. Yeah. If you're looking at it from the outside in, yeah, we're locked up. That's fucking awesome because look at y'all numbers because let me tell you something. 1,500, that's, that's deaths. Right now, cases yeah. were in a hundred thousand. Well, um, I think the government is trying to restrict everyone to keep the numbers down mm-hmm. so that you know, I guess I don't know, they want to feel good about themselves or something, which I totally agree with because right. bar, bars out here are open, restaurants are open, Walmart they're not counting anymore. You just walk in that motherfucker, right? Well, big box stores over here too is open, okay. like you can go to a Costco, you can go to a Walmart, yeah. you can go to a I mean, Best Kroger's, Buy, everything is open out here, everything is right. open. Except for you just have to have your mask. And they're bitching about that. They don't even want to wear the mask. Oh, we have uh, what they've been dubbed anti-maskers over here, too. They hold, like, protests and rallies and shit. Like, who the the fuck protests a mask? Like, it's going to save your fucking life, you fucking Wow, people say that it infringes on their rights or whatever. I don't know. I don't get it. How the fuck does a mask infringe on your rights? Getting choked by the police infringes on your fucking rights. Respect. What the fuck is up with that (laughs) shit? That's crazy to me. Your numbers are still low because y'all have, and then y'all have the healthcare system, government run, right? Is right. It free? Yeah, public system is free. I think there are certain things, like certain tests or whatever, like if it's above and beyond standard that you got like dish out some cash for, but it's not ridiculous amounts of money, you know? Like mm-hmm. I don't have to go mortgage my house to get a flu shot or something. <laughs> Antibiotics out here cost you like $100 for like 14 of them. No, over here it's pretty cheap. <laughs> like a moxicillin and shit. It'd be like $100. Yeah, it's like. So if your dick is dripping, you're going to need $100 to get that ticket. <laughs> it's crazy. What about police violence? Are, you, are y'all seeing anything like that out there? Not like to protests? the extent of the states. Uh, mm-hmm. Protests, we got our share of protests. Okay. Police violence. I think there was something in the news a little while ago. Some nurses union or something is protesting the way the government is running the, the hospitals and the nursing staff. Because mm-hmm. we're like understaffed, yeah. right? And our nurses are overworked and orderlies are overworked, especially this year. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess they're just trying to like spread awareness to the situation, which I get, you know, because I'd be fucking trying to spread awareness to the situation if i was working 18 hour days who are you fucking telling but shout out to all of the health workers out there struggling and and not struggling or just trying to make it and just keeping everybody safe and it's a lot to be a a healthcare worker you know and putting yourself in respect you know what i mean respect 100 percent man Touching people's gross shit, pus, and all that type of nasty ass shit. Definitely something I would never be able to do. (laughs) 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 I got enough weapon butts on my kid, man. I know it, right? You don't even want to do that shit. I got grandkids, (laughs) and I hate it. (laughs) Damn. So let's go back into, since you're not into sports, we'll mosey on along. I want to talk about something I seen. I was in like HEB, right, the other day. Do you have HEB out there? HEB what? HEB. It's a grocery store. I guess it's no, in Texas. Have. What kind of grocery no. store? You got Kroger's out there? No. No Kroger. We got Loblaws. We got Loblaws that you would know of. You know what that is? You don't know what Loblaws is? Fuck no. You don't know what Kroger's right. is. You know what Costco is? We know what Costco is, yeah. We got Costco. Okay. We got Walmart. Uh, we got uh, gro- a large grocery chain up here is IGA. I don't. We got Metro. We got Super C. We got a bunch of them, man. 
God damn, I don't know any of those fucking grocery stores. And I and I'm consider myself rotund and I like groceries. So I'm in H E B, my local grocery store. Okay. I'm looking at a magazine called Rolling Stone. I really yeah, don't I, heard say that one. <laughs> I really don't want to say their name because they don't contribute to the Crack King podcast. And they had the hundred greatest guitarists of all time. Let's just play a game. Out of the top of your head, you know all what right. a guitar is, right? They have guitars in Canada? Well, we, yeah, we got guitars in okay, Canada. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you got you to gotta plug them in, though. You got to plug it. Okay, we got acoustic in te- <laughs> Texas. You just get on it and just play. Name one of the, the known guitarists that you know. Hendrix. Hendrix. Hendrix was actually number one. Of course he is. Of course. I was re- I was looking through, looking through, looking through, and I you didn't know who see- I guess. You know who I guess number two be? Who? Clapton. Clapton was actually number four. Damn. <laughs> I know, right? I know, right? <laughs> but I didn't see on the list a man called Ernie Isley. Are you familiar with the Isley Brothers? Sounds familiar. The Isley Brothers, uh, okay, they had a couple of songs, Summer Breeze. They had a lot of famous songs, Twist and Shout. They created, right, yeah, yeah. You know, they, okay. they started the genre. The man name was Ernie Isley, which Jimi Hendrix was in their band and learned how to riff on the electric guitar from this man. No way. Way. Cool. Shout out to Bill and Ted. For real. And I didn't see his name on the list, and I was like really distraught by this because you could do your research, everybody out there, whenever you can. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But I was really <laughs> perturbed by that, and I was like, man, how many underrated artists are out there that don't get no play, don't get no airplay? That's great. Greater uh, than so, great. So many, man. Just like underrated rappers. Are you into Underrated rap podcasters. Underrated podcasters. Shout out to the boss. <laughs> are you into rap music? Is there? Well, yeah, they have rap because y'all have like Drake, right? One of the greatest artists. Yeah, am I into rap? You're not into <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, in, <laughs> How did you in get on high, this show? <laughs> no, no. In high school. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm white, right? Okay. I bought a I spent I think it was back in the day $105 on a Fubu shirt. Uh-huh. And I wore the shit out of that shirt. It was like triple XL. I'm walking around with my headphones on, listening to Ja Rule, listening to Eminem. I'm listening to Busta Rhymes. I'm listening to everybody to back Busta in Rhymes. high school. Yes. Ja I'm listening. Rule, to... Okay. So, do I know rap? Yeah. I know a little bit about a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know a little bit about a little bit of rap. I know a little bit about a little bit of rap. Who would you say is the most underrated rapper in your in your opinion? Damn. The underrated rapper in my opinion. Shit, that's a good fucking question. I'll throw one out there for you. Go ahead. Bun B of UGK. See, he's so underrated. I don't know who the fuck that is. You do you even know who UGK is? <laughs> <laughs> I, I started listening to hip hop in I think when Puff Daddy's All in the Family album came out. Well, I mean, they've been around a while. Yeah, you might know this song, International Player with Outkast and UGK. You know that song? Does, you know who Jay Z? You know who Jay Z is, right? Yeah, I know who Jay Z is. Big Pimpin. You remember that song? Right. Yeah, I know that. The song. two guys that were on Ben Pippen with him. Okay, that's UGK. Shout out to Bun uh, from Texas. Really nice. underrated. I like to ask people that say they listen to everything. What was the last CD that you bought or song Shit. that you actually bought and downloaded? Holy fuck! The last CD I bought, physical CD, yeah. must have been Linkin Park's Meteora album. Linkin Park. I fucks with Linkin Park. Yeah. Let's get into then. What's that little chick name? 
that Kanye jumped on the stage. Taylor Swift. Oh, God. Are you familiar with her? I am familiar with her. So apparently Taylor Swift is upset about her masters. Um, yeah. She doesn't own them or whatever the case may be. Which, no, I think she might have a point on that one, though. Now everybody's going to listen because it's Taylor Swift. But this has been going on in the hip hop community for years. Right. Uh, rappers not owning their own masters, not owning their own publishing, signing these bullshit management deals, just like with uh, Meg Thee Stallion. Shout out to Meg right. Thee Stallion. I feel like Taylor Swift is the ultimate cry girl. Like she yeah. cries about every fucking thing. She cried about Kanye going on stage and speaking the truth that Beyonce yeah. did have a <laughs> with her. I mean, it was the fucking truth. All goes back to business and doing your business right. You know, For sure. and knowing your worth. Because I For mean, sure. just like, you know, we have a podcast, someone comes and say, Hey, just like that thing with Joe Buttons. Shout out to Joe Buttons. Um, Spotify, you, you heard about that? I'm sure, you know, if you're into podcasting, you heard about that. Spotify wanting to own him for a meager some a meager millions. Did you okay. hear about this deal? And he said no. He didn't take. Well, that's a smart move. It is a smart move. Knowing your worth, you know, knowing um what you can contribute to the community. Hundred percent. Um, and just owning something because a lot of times in America, uh, in the black community, we don't own anything. Um. Not even our names sometimes. And right. when we when we create something that's profitable, we want to fight to hold on to it. Or if we're in a situation, we sign it over really quick. It's either there's no in between, you know, in America. You know what it is though that I think though, man, is to okay, Taylor might be a little bit of a crybaby making some noise over this deal and a lot of African American rappers or a minority group, whatever you want to call them, going through the same same ordeal. Be it a crybaby or not, she's making noise. Yes. And I think the only way to change some stuff is to make noise. Facts. Facts. You know, I mean, look at it. We were talking about protests yes. a little while ago. Yeah. I mean, they're making noise. And that's how you change shit. That's you know, you, you don't it. change things by staying silent in your room. Crying. You know, that, that's right. how I see it, man. You know, hold <laughs> <laughs> yeah. up in the corner. <laughs> like, oh, no. So who knows, you know, like maybe what Taylor is doing might have some sort of secondary effect on everybody else whose material is being quote-unquote thieved mm -hmm. you know maybe that might push some people inspire some people to go out and do the same you know I make it. a little bit of noise man she's just like oh look at me too because kanye came out and that was a big deal when he was talking about his contract with universal okay. about how he don't own certain masters he doesn't earn certain things and right. i always no matter how you what you think about kanye kanye is a trendsetter kanye yeah. is going to speak his mind kanye is going to look and say hey Look over there. I'm going to go over there. He's like the scout of the culture. Right. You know, he's going to go out there. He's going to check it out. He's going to come back. And he's like, hey, man, that's kind of fucked up. Or, you know, whatever he's going to say. Yeah, and but I Kanye, feel, too, makes a little bit of noise. Yeah. You know Kanye what makes a lot of noise. Well, that's it. Yeah. I just feel like Taylor is just like riding the wave. Like, Taylor, you didn't know you didn't own your masters? How many albums you didn't have? How much money have you made? Like, I, I just don't understand it. I don't understand these artists even coming out now after making millions of dollars. They made one million. The record company made 50 million. I get right. it. I get it. But America is about contracts and deals. You sign your name. That's it. What's yeah. going to change? And it's all about knowing your worth. Wouldn't you yeah. agree, boss? Agreed. And yeah, I, I, it's like the same principle I take in my day job, you know, in my because I have my business on the side. Shout out. I charge what the job is worth. Yes. 
you don't like it, don't do it. You like it, let's do the contract. Now, at the end of this deal, you don't pay me. Hey, man, I got you on contract. Yes, and I'm going to sue your ass. And, well, maybe not to the point. I'll probably, you know, <laughs> fuck up your credit a little bit. But. <laughs> oh, you're not going to sue him. You're just going to fuck that credit. That's even fucking worse. <laughs> like, you'll fuck my credit up, and I can't get a fucking finger hut card, or I can't finance me a fucking sofa set. You have a hard time getting that new Apple phone, that's for sure. <laughs> no, we need that shit. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. I'm on the outside looking in. In your right. country. Shout out to the boss for being on the Cracking Podcast. Appreciate that. My name is Mark. Appreciate you. Like I say, we don't see any news out there. What is the you unemployment know, okay, rate out here's, there? Like, what's going on Here's out there? the weird thing, though, man. Look, when we got locked down, the government came out and just gave everybody who lost their job because of COVID mm-hmm. two grand a month. Uh, like, take, take this money. Like, ongoing, man. Like, wow. take this money. Go home. Be with your family. Don't go nowhere. Order groceries online. Have them delivered to your house. Mm-hmm. Here's two G's per month. Two G's per month for each two person, G's a month. each adult in the household. For each working person who lost their job directly because of COVID, mm-hmm. here's take this money. Is that enough to live off of, you think? Well, like, what's the cost of living it, out there? Well, look, man. I mean, if you're not going out anywhere, if you're not spending money at restaurants, yeah, you I mean, you could you could, bills, you could right? live off. Well, it depends on how luxurious you live, right? Yeah. I mean, if you got an apartment worth eight hundred bucks versus you got an apartment for sixteen hundred, mm. I mean, two grand ain't gonna fly very far in some no, cases. Not at all. So, really, the cost of living is almost the same as as out here. Like a one bedroom out here will cost you maybe like seven to eight hundred dollars. Yeah, something like that. And um, a luxury, like you say, a luxurious one bedroom will cost you fourteen. Right. And well, um, it depends where you at. Like, if yeah. you're on the island of Montreal, you could be spending about sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars mm-hmm. for a condo, mm-hmm. one bedroom condo. Okay. If you're like in the suburbs, out off the island, like a little further north, a little further south, you're looking at maybe like seven fifty for an apartment in the bay, in the basement of a duplex or something. <laughs> Those are the best apartments, though. My best apartment Bye. was in a basement. <laughs> That's <so much> <laughs> fun. <laughs> Oh man, I like light. I like natural light. So living in a basement with them <laughs> tiny ass windows, man, that don't cut it for me. You gotta. Have, <laughs> I feel you. You gotta have a little vitamin D. I get it. Um, right. Have you ever been to America? I have. I actually, uh, one of my buddy, a good buddy of mine, he lives out in Boca Raton in Florida. Okay. I got family living out in California. So you're familiar with America? <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar. And the, and the workings. And your whack ass president. Yeah, President Trump. <laughs> Which one, yeah. Sleepy Joe or Trump? <laughs> The current one, not the one coming in. Yeah, he's whack. I'm 43 years old. The first time I could remember an American sitting president was whack-ass Ronald Reagan. Right. Say no to drugs. And he was the biggest dope dealer in America. (laughs) And arms dealer. So uh, if you're familiar with that movie, uh, Lord of War, um, Oliver North was under, was in direct orders from Ronald Reagan to do these things. They always been fucking whack. Um, then we got former president Barack Obama. We thought we were going to, we were going to rise up and we rose up for like the first three years. And then he was like, Hey, you know, I got some other minorities I got to deal with. Right. Y'all just chill out. <laughs> and then I liked said, Obama. I liked the way he spoke. Yeah. You know, he, he was refined. That was the only I thing like, you liked I about like, him. They spoke. You like his inauguration speech you know, when he was talking about his old man. Not yeah. being able to get services, you know, yeah. and then here he is. Yeah, hey, I'm president, bitch. <laughs> I'm fucking president, right? 
I'm riding around with Jeezy in my Lambo and it's blue. <laughs> no, he's cool. I like the way yeah. he connects with the people. He's got that uh, that social flow. So in another country, how did y'all take seeing Trump become president and knowing Trump is just some crooked ass land developer and reality show host? Oh, it was. Did y'all laugh at us? It was entertaining. Mm, I'm sure <laughs> it's entertaining and scary and a little bit indirectly because you know what happens in the states indirectly affects what happens up here. Mm -hmm. So we were all like, you know, when they were talking about trade, like, what the fuck is he gonna say next? You know, <laughs> and then he went out with the Huawei situation mm. and then had us arrest that executive. Yes, and then China retaliates and takes yes. two Canadians. That not a lot like of people talk about no more. Shit, right? <laughs> yeah, we're like, what do we do? What do we do? Let's yeah. go get our, our men. But we got this little China girl here sitting because Trump says he wants to deal with China. So rock, hard place, you know, figure it out. America, we feel like everyone else is affecting us. Like everyone else is going to affect our gas prices or how much our iPhone is going to be or whether we can, you know, how much the Jordans are going to be because... In our minds, everything is made in other countries. Like we feel like we get the weed from from either Mexico or Canada. Well, I think from where I'm sitting, y'all got it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, America has it twisted. You can see by the news. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, we're all twisted up. So all of that I just said is very unfucking true. Then. Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, from where I'm, from what I can see, from what I gather from the news, what happens down there, you know, comes up here. Comes up. What the fuck we do travels uphill. Usually shit travels downhill. <laughs> <laughs> like when we're uh, talking back about the COVID and mixing yeah. in with this, uh, when our premier, like the leader, I guess kind of, you can kind of call him equivalent to like a governor or something. Gotcha. He'll compare us to like uh, other countries, you know, mm -hmm. so he'll always be referring back to what's happening in America yeah. as what's happening up here. Yeah. I mean, you guys are talked about. It's affecting. It affects what happens up here to us. I mean, we still got McDonald's and shit. So, <laughs> shout out <laughs> to the double cheeseburger and the nuggets. We love it. Oh uh, yeah. You know, McDonald's oh, yeah. has a fucking apple fritter now. That's fucking oh, yeah. delightful. Yeah, it's very delightful. Okay, so <laughs> what's on the McDonald's menu in your country? Everything the same? I yeah. would imagine so. I mean, we got Big Macs, double quarter pounders, cheeseburgers. We got, uh, I think, the McChicken uh, nuggets. Yeah. I don't know, man. I go oh, to Mickey D's and I get the uh, <laughs> double quarter pounder with no onions. Double quarter pounders. I don't think we have double quarter pounders anymore because it, uh, they, they took away all our fat stuff, like the super size and all that shit. Right. Because they say, well, oh, I still got my extra fat. large fries. Uh, see, we don't have extra large. We just have regular large. Um, they took all our stuff away. They say we're getting too fucking fat. Is that something on the news <laughs> out there, too, that the Americans are just like fat and fucked up? Yeah, the obesity rate in America is climbing, <laughs> apparently, I heard. We See, we're not seeing that shit. They didn't say anything about that shit out here. They didn't tell us. Uh, Y'all need to watch Supersize Me a little bit more. Man, we've been watching it. We just don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the, difference. the difference is we don't give a shit. You know, we're just going to eat right. and we're going we're gonna to live. I like you, man. You're crazy. You're my boy, Blue. We have Obama. We have no good Clinton that likes his dick sucked. And He's we the have... first one I remember. <laughs> Clinton? Clinton. Well, I was born in 84, you know, okay. so born in 84, Clinton came wow. up. I was little, you know. Yeah. Old enough to know and remember the scandal. The scandal. Yes. <laughs> sucked. Because <laughs> Hillary apparently is not sucking dicks. That's probably oh, why no, she didn't become president. Because no, we can't trust a bitch that don't suck no dick. That's an American thing. You take that back to, with you. 
We don't trust right. women that don't suck dick. <laughs> and we have Bush Jr. And they say they're gonna take the COVID vaccine on TV. They're gonna they're gonna get injected with the COVID vaccine. Right. Uh, what are the what is the news with the COVID vaccine in your country? Man, people are scared, man. Why are they they're, scared of uh, vaccines? Well, no, not scared of vaccines. They're scared we ain't gonna get it, or we're gonna be at the back of the line. You know, they're they're afraid because we don't have. Um, biotech whatever mm. manufacturing up here yeah so the the whole word is that the countries are going to get it first is the ones who manufacture it in-house you know so we had vaccine and medical manufacturing from what i understand but that got shut down uh, a little while ago mm-hmm. maybe a couple of years back so we're not we're not capable of producing the covid vaccine so people are afraid that we're not going to get it but then you hear on the news that we're going to be getting i think it's something like three million doses in january or something it's not enough especially when you got to take two doses i see i was i didn't know anything about that like the flu like the flu vaccine or like uh um, no nah, the, the covid vaccine they're saying that it's a double dose so let's say you order five million doses well you can only vaccinate two and a half million people a double dose they give you two shots Two shots. Two fucking shots. I'm Two shots. I, I didn't fucking know that. Last I heard, I think it was supposed to be like four weeks apart or something. No shit. See, they not shit. even telling us all of that. They just saying we're going to get it. The healthcare workers is getting it first. Healthcare workers and old people. They're not even telling us how they're going to administer it, how it's administered. That's something it's a we do. Fucking needle you take in your arm, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, like the two shots. But I didn't know that shit. Right. I'm, just, I'm thinking it's like one fucking giant fucking needle like on tv right just well see i think it see i think that makes sense though you know you inoculate Mm. the the healthcare workers you know inject the old people get them vulnerable out the way you know you get the frontline workers helping out the the rest of us yes most definitely most definitely and um it's gonna line trump's pockets really good because he has investments in that vaccine i did not know that but what um, investments does he not have his ass in I'm sure he's got some sort of fucking stocks Land and shit. bleach. Yeah, yeah, he did say he did tell his constituents to drink bleach. Yeah, I hope but, he uh, didn't believe him. Well, I mean, you know, black people bathe in bleach. So, you know, is that <laughs> did you know that that was a black thing? Like we put like a cup of like I didn't a, a cap full of bleach in the bath water. I did not know that, but that kind of makes sense when you look at Michael Jackson. Respect. <laughs> yeah. Well, well see, <laughs> Michael Jackson. It's not bleaching the skin. But, you know, <laughs> these are like old wives. These are like uh, home remedies, like bleach kills right. fungus. So right. we, black people in America, didn't have money for, like, fungus medicines. So we so would take a dip in bleach. So we take a dip in bleach. Clearly. Um, Makes sense. Ringworms and it, things of that nature. That's where we're getting not, that, that type of shit from. It doesn't sound stupid. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. <laughs> It sounds dangerous, though. But a little bit, it's yeah. Not, it's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Shout out to Clorox. I love you. Man, you, you get out of the bath and your pubes are all wet, and you're wondering why. Like, well, <laughs> I don't have pubes, sir. I shave. So, y'all don't shave in Canada? Y'all don't manscape out there? Yeah, we manscape. All right. Yo, we got that. We got that. That's cool. All right. <laughs> a little curious. That's cool. <laughs> Canadian whiskey. I'm a fan of yep. it. Thank you. Are you into alcohol? I am into alcohol. I'm more of a gin man myself, though. Gin. I do like yeah. Seagram's. My first drink was gin, and I got sloppy drunk and threw up, and I was like, man, I want some more of that shit. Oh, man. When I was working in my youth in the bars, I would drink anything you put in front of me, and then I got totally trashed off of grappa. 
Grappa. I'm it's like um, Italian moonshine. Italian? I didn't know Italians made fucking moonshine. I thought that man. was just exclusively to Kentucky. Nah, man. Every every culture makes moonshine. Like, I'm Portuguese, and we got moonshine. You're Portuguese? Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Portugal. Shout out to Brazil, right? Is that is Brazil kind of like under Portugal? They want to think they are. <laughs> I thought I thought they were. <laughs> um, I'm joking. I'm joking. It's a long it's a long historical story, but yeah, the uh, the the Brazilians are descendants of the uh, the Portuguese. The Portuguese, people. yeah, Portuguese. Yeah. Shout out something to the Portuguese. To do with that. It was something to do with the king sent his son to the new world, and the son said, "Fuck you! I'm keeping this land for myself." Mm, Cause they got all these beautiful, beautiful black women over here. There you go. <laughs> Shout out to Portugal for uh, starting the slave trade. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. <laughs> Let's leave it alone. <laughs> this is the Crack King podcast, and we talk about anything. What you do for a living? You're when you're not podcasting, you're a master electrician. Yeah, I'm an electrical contractor. Electrical contractor. Um, yeah. Which is. In America, that's big money business because everything is run by power. That's big, big money business up here too, man. <laughs> you own your own business. Yeah. I want to tell my listeners out there, I listen to your podcast and you interviewed yourself and you said a lot about yourself and how you started other businesses. What made you get into or well, master electrician? Elect- All right. It was, um, long story short, when I was younger, I moved out to Whistler in British Columbia out west. And um, I burned down the fucking deck. <laughs> How did you do that? How the fuck did you do that? <laughs> um, I, I made a steak on a barbecue, on a charcoal grill barbecue. And Too much light the before. night, well, no, the night before my roommate had made uh, his grill. So I took his coals and I put mm-hmm. them in the, uh, the empty coal bag, mm-hmm. put it on the side, made my shit and went to sleep. I wake up the next morning, someone's rapping on the door, and he's like, the fucking fire! So I go on the back, and I see the flames, man. I'm like, yeah. fuck! <laughs> so I burnt the deck down, and I told the landlord I'd fix it so he didn't kick me out. And decided that I can see myself, you know, building shit. And I came back home, and I was looking for options of schooling. And uh, the government here has a program where they subsidize your schooling. But they didn't want to do it for rough carpentry because it's a seasonal job. So they're like, what else you want to do? I'm like, Carpentry oh. really is a seasonal yeah. job. Really? Carpentry. The rough, carp- rough, rough, carp- rough, rough carpentry. Yeah. What's the difference? Well, when it's well, rough carpentry, you're putting up the sticks in the frame of the house. Okay. Finished carpentry, you're doing the interior of the house, mm. uh, moldings and stuff like that. Gotcha. The cabinet making, you're making the kitchen cabinets and all that. So there's, a, there's some divisions of that. Mm. So they were like... Uh, that's a seasonal. We ain't paying for that. We want you to work full time. Choose something else. So I'm like, fuck it. I don't mind getting shocked. Let's go electrician. <laughs> Have you ever been shocked working? Many times. No shit. Many, many survived. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. I knew a guy. Biggest- I'm not even going to say as a friend of mine. It was like it was like this guy in the neighborhood where he was kind of feared. And okay. he was taking copper, like the electrical meters. See, that's fucked up. And he <laughs> pulled the copper out. And electrocuted himself and was passed out for like two days. People were like, where's, what's the name? Where's, what's the name? And then all of a sudden we see him walking down the street, burnt up, like his hands all burnt. That's how he got so feared because he was like, this motherfucker just got electrocuted like the electric chair and still survived. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. Because first of all, you're pulling copper out of a live meter. Yes. And second of all, that meter has probably got a load, which means the lights are on, the motors are working. So if you disconnect that... You ever pull the cord out of the wall when the vacuum is running? Yes. 
see that little scares the lightning shit bolt yes. that little lightning bolt yes. imagine that like 10,000 times more when you're pulling out from a meter under a heavy load i seen it when that motherfucker was walking through the neighborhood i seen what yeah, it <laughs> and that would make so, me extra afraid of him because i was like this motherfucker yeah. just got shocked and he's walking nah, around I, after two days that's fucking dangerous man because you cannot pull away fast enough mm -hmm. to save your life no it's like Ain't almost like no a magnetic way. draw to well, it's thing, like right? a fucking flash of lightning god damn it Shit. <laughs> so you have electrocuted yourself working on jobs yeah, I've taken uh, shocks on 120 volts. I've taken shocks on 347 volts. Um, <laughs> it's not fun, but... No, it's not fun at all. I'm not 120 kind of tickles right now. <laughs> oh, so you're immune <laughs> to it now. All you see is dollar signs well, when you get shocked right now, right? Well, it's, it's, it's less of a pain as it is more of a, a shock, like a startle. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you weren't expecting it. Like, pssst. Yeah. Gotcha. Basically, but oftentimes when you when I do get shocked or when most you hear most electricians get shocked, it's usually within the hand or on one arm. Yep. Like if it crosses over your chest, you got problems. Mm, but uh, if it, if it exactly yeah. if you if it comes in on your fingertip and then it leaves at your elbow, then you'll feel some pain, but you can walk away. You know. Mm. Shout out to all the electricians out there. Uh making that money and getting shocked to shit. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need you out there, man. I also listen, you 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 have like a like a family owned business almost, like you and some family member. Yeah, the uh the electrical business. It's mm -hmm. um me and my brother in law. Okay. He's uh he's an accountant, so he runs the back end of stuff. That's dope. And have you ever like had to punch him in the mouth because he fucked up nah. or anything like that? Nah, not yet. Cuss nah. him out or anything like that? No, not even, man. I trust him to do what he's got to do. Okay. And uh, he trusts me to do what I got to do out in the field with the clients and on site and managing the teams and all that. And gotcha. it's it's a harmonious relationship. You know, people say don't go into business with family, but, yes. you know, that's I how think America it. was fucking made, man. That's it. Family business, you know. Yeah, but I you... think we got a pretty harmonious situation going on. Hmm. If you were to get divorced, God forbid, would you still work with that guy? Yeah. Oh, well, you think, said it's I your brother-in-law. So. Is that is that your wife's brother yeah. or that's like your sister's brother? It's my wife's brother. Okay, because out here, yeah, I mean, because you know, in America, we get stories like that. Like, you know, I just broke up with my wife, and you I, know, I think it would be to start fighting and like fighting over the company and shit like that. I think it would really depend I'm on. Not trying to plan any scenes. How? I'm just asking questions. No, 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 it's all cool. <clears throat> I think it would depend on how the breakup happened. You know, yeah. was it amicable? Was it like? in frustration that she hate my fucking guts and but that has nothing to do with business though no it doesn't but that's the thing but you know business isn't exactly emotional and you know when you get into the emotion side it's not rational nothing is rational when it comes to women i didn't right. say that well neither did i you know my wife will probably listen to this <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure she will. <laughs> fucking talk about sucking dick and <laughs> women be crazy <laughs> She won't approve of this, huh? Uh, I should be fine. I'll, I'll, try to protect, I'll try to protect you as much as I can <laughs> in the editing process. But, you know, no. uh, when it comes to editing, I like to let it shit just go, man. No we worries, just talk man. about shit, man. I got some other news. HBO and Warner yeah. Brothers. Warner Brothers yeah. is saying they're going to put their movies on HBO Max, which I think is fucking dope because Disney put that God Awful Mulan on Disney+. Plus. And then we right. had to pay an extra $30 just to see that lady fight. And I think that was fucking shitty of the mouse 
to make us pay an extra thirty fucking dollars to see that god awful movie. Whereas, it charge you thirty dollars to see a movie. It charge you. Not only do you have to have the Disney Plus subscription. Are you familiar with the mouse? Do y'all have yeah. Disneyland out, out there? Disneyland, no, but we got we know what Disney is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yo, we don't, we don't live in fucking igloos, man. <laughs> like Mooseport and shit. Like, what's going Yo, on, on out there? Me... Like, <laughs> do y'all have like great like amusement parks? Like, what's the name of the amusement park out there? Well, we got Larone, not that far. Larone. Larone. It's uh, translated as the round, so it's uh, it's modeled after a Ferris wheel. The, we got the... roller coasters and okay. shit and. You can get your cotton candy out there, whatever you want, man. Cotton candy. All right. <laughs> funnel cake? Yeah, do you know what a funnel cake is? Funnel cake? No, I know what a bunt cake is. You don't know what a fucking funnel cake is? All right. Funnel cake is something that you get at an amusement park. It's for like a fried cake. Oh, okay. And they, and they the, stuff it with like cream and shit? No, no. They just sprinkle a little powdered sugar on it and probably put some whipped cream on it or something like that. It's super greasy know, and super sweet and super good. Oh, you want something not, not too greasy, but you want something super sweet, you get a beaver tail. Beaver, t- I didn't know beaver tails was sweet. I know it's, beaver uh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's, it's a pastry, right? Okay. And it's deep fried, yeah. and it's sprinkled with powdered sugar. And you can get lathered on like, with like Nutella and whatever Nutella, condiments wow. you want on it. Yeah, I've seen some people like put ice cream on it and roll it up, eat it like a burrito. And it is oh, so it's, it's flat like a crepe. Yeah, I think it's about maybe about a three quarters of an inch to an inch thick mm. when it on fluffy. It's God's gift to man, man. Beaver tail. Beaver tails. You ever in Montreal? You will look, come look me up. We'll head on down to the old port. We'll grab a couple beaver tails. See, since this pandemic, I had two tickets. I was, if you don't know, the Crack King is from New York, Brooklyn, New York. Shout out to Flatbush. I was gonna go to New York. The COVID put a kibosh on that shit. Um, <clears throat> right. I might just take you up on that fucking offer because weed is legal out there, right? I can just go into a dispensary and, and Dude, you get could something, right? Walk into we got the SQDC. It's it's the weed store, man. <laughs> That's a bet. I like. I want to go places where marijuana is legal. That's you, part of the <laughs> Matt. We got one shopping center. You got an SAQ, which is the Liquor Commission. Okay. And right next door, you got the SQDC, which is the weed store. So you can get your booze and your and your weed at the same and the same place. thing. You don't even have yeah, to get back in your car to try it, man. Man, it's a drive through. <laughs> shout out, shout out to your country, bro. Because I mean, it don't get no fucking better than that. Drive through dispensary, drive through liquor store. I mean, come on, man. That's fucking. Dope. It's funny too, man, because when they locked us down back yeah. in March, they locked everything down. So no but weed. They kept the, but they kept the liquor store and the weed store. That's open. essential, bro. <laughs> That's an addiction. That's like a drug. That's like okay. We're having a lockdown. You cannot buy tobacco. People are going fucking nah, man, crazy. It's because it's government run and the government wants to make their nickel. So they know everyone's going to be at home with nothing to do. So they might as well get high and drunk at the same fucking time. That is facts. What I just said was bullshit. <laughs> you just speak <laughs> of facts. <laughs> but it is essential. What are you talking about? They did that same thing out here, man. They shut us down. And Denver, uh, the dispensaries got shut down. Immediate protest. They opened the motherfucker back up. <laughs> no shit, man. Yes. <laughs> It was crazy. What are you going to do when you're at home with nothing to do? Watch fucking Netflix? There's only so much fucking shows you can watch, man. Man, I can watch all of the fucking shows and fuck and drink and eat. They're COVID-19. Nah, they say that 19 is like 19 pounds. You ah, Shit, I gained more than 19 pounds <laughs> in fucking COVID, bro. It ain't, it's more than 19. I'm here to fucking tell you. Um, I just got off all subject. Well, I, I was talking about something. <laughs> That's what happens. So California is talking about another lockdown. Because of the right. numbers. Well, I think you should. I think we should. You know what? I think I we think should take a page be. out of your country's book, shut us down, 
give us two grand a month. And just, oh, yeah, Trump is going to give you two Gs a month. Man, Trump gave us 1200 <laughs> And if you had kids, you got an extra maybe 200 And that was it. He said, okay, this is what we're going to do. I'm not going to give you money a month. I'm going to open up some shit for you to go to work, and you just work at your own risk. Yeah, but that's what America is about, too, right? It's about Working freedom at your of own choice. Risk. <laughs> yeah. Free, yeah, freedom yeah. of choice. Freedom. Like, when I visited my buddy down in Boca, he was yeah. explaining to me about how the insurances work versus how we work up here. Yeah. And it's unlimited choice. You decide. You choose your fate. That's what America is about. Choosing your that's, own fucking That's the fate. land of opportunity. You know what I mean? Yeah, when you're white. Crickets. <laughs> <laughs> because the people that he was saying work at your own risk were people that are under the poverty line. You know what I mean? That right. had to go to work. Well, of course. You know? Of course, essential workers, we have to go, healthcare workers, they have to go to work. But he opened the bars, the clubs. America is the land of opportunity and the the land of choice, in theory. But we all know how that goes. Yeah. Um, We're not going to get into that. We're not going to bum our our energy right now with that bullshit. America is great. You can make some fucking coins out here. Just don't get sick. Uh, (laughs) And uh, don't buck the police. And make sure Man, you, that is fucked. And make sure if you have a gun and you're black, don't carry it around with you. Especially <laughs> so, in Texas. Especially in Texas. <laughs> I heard some shit about Texas, man. What did you hear? Because I, t- I guarantee you it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> everything in- I ever heard, everything I ever heard about Texas, to be honest, came from Eddie Murphy when he was doing his uh, what was it, raw or delirious stand up. He's like, you better not go to Texas. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a sign when you come into Texas, if you're driving into Texas. It's okay. a sign that says "Don't mess with Texas." And like on every entry into Texas, on every or on entry, just, on every entry damn. into Texas. Yeah, I it wouldn't want to mess, mess with I, Texas. I believe it. And you don't want to mess with Texas because they they will indict I, a book, a table. They can indict a table in Texas. If I said this table fucking touched my butt and beat me up and raped me, they can put a arrest warrant on it just off of what he say, she say. That's that's fucked up. Texas is like its own fucking country. Shout out to Texas Dang. though. It's big money, Texas. It's money out here, man. It's it's, yeah, man. it's money out here to make. You got a lot of oil fields out there, no? It's dangerous. Yeah, it, we got oil. There's big oil companies out here. Um, uh, hospitals. It's plenty land out here. Right now, they I was just seeing on the news they were talking about this is the best time in Texas. It's a seller's market in Texas. Two percent interest rate on houses right. out here. I mean, oh, that's I, a seller's market up here too, man. Inventory is low, demand is high. Yeah. Investors are coming in from overseas, man. I have a couple of real estate broker friends that I follow on Facebook and some that I know personally, and they're uh-huh. like, We can't keep we can't keep inventory. God. Houses really? get sold before the stein is in the ground, man. I know it because I have a friend of mine, he just uh he works for uh Schlumberger uh, okay. or, and he's moving to San Antonio and he put his house up and he lives in Katy, Texas, a little town outside of Houston. Predominantly white, upper upper class, you know, uh, rich. I want to say okay. it's a lot of land. He put his house up. It sold in five days, and he got what he wanted. It wasn't wow. no negotiations. Good for him, and he didn't yeah. loan me any money. And I'm really upset. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him to bust me a loan, and he was like, "Nah, I ain't got it. You're a loan. <laughs> 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 sold that raggedy ass house. You got paid. But anyway." <laughs> Right. Literally, everyone has a gun. 
If you're in Texas, I suggest you just be like, if someone talks crazy to you for some reason, for, for no reason, they have a gun and they just want to use it. So you got to be careful with that shit. Well, I watch a lot of YouTube, and I follow this one guy. I'm going to drop a name, uh, Demolition Ranch. I think he's out in Texas. Okay. The guy's a fucking veterinarian, and he's got a YouTube gun channel. And he's yeah. shooting like Barrett 50 cows, <laughs> man. Yeah. And he's a veterinarian, right? And he's a veterinarian. Yeah. He's got another He's got another one called Vet Ranch, and yeah. you see him. like You can watch him blow up a, a can of red hot, a red soda, whatever, yeah. with a 50 cow. Big and red. then on another that's video, yeah, that's it, Big Red. Yeah. And another one, he's like fixing a puppy yeah you know? he's petting a puppy he's like hey <laughs> puppy the only thing i don't like about the industry with the vets in the animal industry out here is people will have more empathy and sympathy for the animal than a human yeah um they can see a single mother or a family of five on the side of the road ran Not out, doing of gas, anything. out of gas not do anything and see a flea-bitten, ridden cat and stop and get that cat and spend almost $1,000 on that animal. Where that, Sad. Where that, anim, that $1,000 could change that family's life. Can you imagine $1,000 changing your life? Someone having it to give and they put it into an animal. It reminds me of this story that I heard. This woman well to do mm-hmm. she's walking down the street and she she passes by this vendor he's selling apples and uh the, the, he's an older gentleman a little raggedy so she's like how much is the apples he's like three apples for three dollars she's like all i have is 250 so he says okay so she gives him 250 and she continues walking down and a, a little further past she walks into this restaurant to go meet some friends for supper and it's a uh, you know this high-end restaurant and whatever it is and they eat and they have fun and all that and the check comes and she gives them like a generous tip so the moral of the story is you can <clears throat> walk by someone who's trying to make a living you know earn a couple bucks and you're gonna was it negotiate with him for 50 cents meanwhile that same day not five minutes later you're walking into a five-star restaurant and you're dropping bank on a steak hmm. you know yeah and then giving 25 percent gratuity it's america <laughs> it's america <laughs> it's, <laughs> you know, it's not america. just america man it it's happens yeah. i think it happens it's everywhere man it's everywhere you're right touching me when you were saying how america is choice it, it, that's what it's about we believe it too here but what happens is we get beat down it's almost like a slap in the face when it, it doesn't right. work out for us you know and i'm speaking about black community because i i hear a lot of people say you know and that's people in America, people in America, people from, I speak to people from Germany, even other blacks in Africa, whatever the case may be, they feel like we should be like, and this, we're speaking about black Americans, Negro mm-hmm. Americans, we should stop complaining and start working harder. How do you feel? I feel like we built this fucking country and we're still powering this country. How much more fucking work can we do? How, much, how, much, how many more years can we be on this uh, spinning wheel? What do you think needs to happen for a change to come up? I mean, you guys had, like, Obama came in, and I was like, man, this is it. Black people are going to get the recognition. And eight years later, yes. <laughs> you know, I know I know, change doesn't happen over, like, overnight, wah, but wah. there's got to be some baby steps forward. So what do, you, what do you think needs to, like, is there a catalyst that needs to happen, or is it slow growth over time? In my opinion, and I always say this in my other podcasts, we need to start 
with the man in the mirror. As a culture, as a people, we start foundation, and that's us. We right. rebuild us. We rebrand us. And then we branch out and not only give respect, but we take our respect. You know, Rebranding and rebranching us, yes. you guys, that, that's a lot to do with the culture, too. I mean, exactly. I, I was listening to your podcast with uh, Carla Sue. Yeah. And you guys were talking about hip hop and how hip hop degrades women. Yes. That's part of the culture that came in. So if anything is to change, you got to start. I I would think you got to start with the message. Well, and hip hop is one hell of a platform, man. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think I turned <laughs> into the host. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, switched it up. you switched that shit up on me. Um, you're right. We do have to start with our culture, everything about us. And I mean, then, I think that that's that's my thoughts. And then when we do that, there's so much past. There's so much systemic racism and systemic right. fear. Yeah, but you can't just give up on the message that you're sending out. You know, I mean, you got to push this message and you got to say it through as long as it takes to say it, man. If it has to go generations, you just keep pumping it out like we're here. This is like we're just like you. Fuck. Yeah, I mean, can't let go, you know? That's why we have to start in the inside, in the foundation, because because you're on the outside looking in. You're, you're saying we have to change that, that cultural ideal, cultural thinking, and cultural image that, right. that's portrayed right now. And we are changing that, but we do have these sellouts that's consumed by this money that, that perpetuates these stereotypes. Right. Buffoonery, because yeah. America, you know, white America sees blacks as buffoons in the entertainment industry because that's how we were de depicted. Like what we were talking about with Carla Sue, we do have to change that narrative and not just the men, the women, everything, everybody. We have to take our respect, you know? I keep saying that, you know, because no matter how much we change and no matter how much we say, okay, this we're not doing this, we want our respect. If the powers that be doesn't change that, then or we don't force them to, it's never going to change, you know? Because we are right. a minority in America. We're only 13%. There's more... Latinos at 15% in America than there are Negro blacks. Well, you know, man, if it helps, you got my respect. My respect to you too. My respect to you. This is the cracking. This is the cracking podcast. This is the cracking podcast. I want to thank you. I'm for This is the cracking podcast. Let's on the show. I'm for This is the cracking podcast. This is the Crack King 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 Podcast. fresh air This is the Crack King Podcast. fresh air This is the Crack King Podcast. fresh air this is the Crack King Podcast. This is the Crack King Podcast. This is the 
but this is this is the Crack King podcast. This 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 is the Crack King podcast. This is this is this this is the Crack King podcast. This is this is this this is the Crack King podcast. Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here!